This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. There is undoubtedly a lot of concern about there about the potential for a bus strike this Friday. That impacts a whole lot of people. So how did we get there? We know that negotiations are back on this morning. The two sides were once again meeting starting at 10. Let's talk more about what we've learned about how those negotiations are going. Joining us now is Global News senior reporter Janet Brown. Hi, Janet. Good afternoon, Simi, and the good news is that the two sides are still talking. So as long as they're at the bargaining table, face-to-face talking, there are hopes that a settlement could be reached, maybe even at the 11th hour on Thursday night. But the fact that they are still there, they are meeting in Surrey, still talking, that's good. But the strike deadline is looming, and that takes effect at 12.01 a.m. on Friday. Now, should there be no deal reached in these negotiations happening today as well as tomorrow, Uh, then there will be some job action. But the good news, too, is that there will not be a full-scale walkout come, you know, 12.01 a.m. on Friday. But there will be some sort of job action, according to the union, which is Unifor. But what type of job action right now, they are not telling us, because uh, I guess, and apparently, they are still deciding on what that could be, Simi. Uh, It could be a whole range of things. It could be a ban on overtime or anything. We don't know right now. But uh, the union says they will try and notify the public ahead of time so they can make arrangements in terms of their commute for Friday morning. Uh, We have heard from SkyTrain, pardon me, from Transit Police, that the SkyTrain could obviously be very busy on Friday morning, and that's a given, I think, right? If the buses aren't running, perhaps uh, SkyTrain could be jam-packed. So the Transit Police are saying, you know, make plans now to try and leave a little earlier, maybe, you know, find another form of transit, perhaps. But hopefully the union will be able to tell us well in advance, maybe today or tomorrow, what their plans are if no deal is reached in negotiations. However, in the meantime, uh, going into talks this morning, I caught up with the union spokesperson, Gavin McGarrigal, and I asked him, you know, how are things looking right now? And he said that the two sides are quite a ways apart right now. So that's not good. And here's more of what he had to say, Simi. We've certainly worked to resolve a number of issues, and every session we meet, we, we work to narrow the issues. Uh, but what we saw on Monday when we walked away from the table was is that in terms of the major economic portions uh, of the package, in terms of the benefits, and in terms of the working conditions, what we were seeing was small tweaks uh, instead of the system change that we need. We saw contract language relating to working conditions that uh, you know had, had loopholes in it big enough to drive a bus through, uh, pun intended. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we'll keep working to narrow those issues. We know that the company knows exactly what our concerns are. We know the company knows exactly where we want to land on this. And so really it's a question of them, do they have the mandate to resolve a fair deal for our members? Because if not, our members are absolutely determined to take strike action. So it sounds like you're still quite a ways apart. Yes, I would say we're quite a ways apart right now, but um, uh, deadlines are, are good things for focusing everyone's mind. And of course, I think we're all focused on the impact uh, on the public as well. So we know a lot of people rely on the system. I think both sides uh, really want to avoid a disruption uh, and we're hoping that they come to the table so that we can narrow the issues. If there's a will there, we can close this thing quickly. If there's not a will there, then it could fall apart quickly as well. All right, Janet, I guess what worries me when I hear that though is you think, well, has there not been a will up until now? Because this has gotten (laughs) awfully close to the end here. 
Uh, they have been negotiating for months now, Simi. So, you know, to leave it to the 11th hour like this, and that's yeah. exactly where we are right now, you know, I mean, you, you say, you know, this is good, but this is bad. This is good. This is bad. I think we're just going to have to wait. And, you know, they are under the gun right now uh, with the strike deadline looming. We're just going to have to wait tight and see, see, first of all, how today goes and then see how tomorrow goes, and hopefully they can get something done. But, yeah, he's not sounding that optimistic if I'm reading between the lines there. I know. And, you know, the uncertainty, I think, is what uh, gets to a lot of people right now is, okay, if there's going to be a strike, then the next step for a lot of people is, how am I going to get to work? I need to know. So they're kind of leaving the initial strike plans uh, kind of in the dark for people as well. They are, but as I said, they are going to share with the media, with the public, what their plans are come 12.01 Friday. Uh, They say they hope to minimize the impact to the traveling public, maximize the impact to the company. So what exactly that means, I don't know. Ah. Hopefully they will be sharing that with us soon. Um, We haven't said either the key issues in the dispute, wages, benefits, working conditions. Gavin was telling us, Mr. McGarrigal was telling us that some drivers don't even get a break in their yeah. shift semi, they are just run right off their feet. Um, I have reached out to the Coast Mountain Bus Company and a couple of emails to their president and general manager, Mike McDaniel. He has not got back to me. I don't think that's surprising. Uh, you know, sometimes they just like to hunker down and not talk to the media yeah. and, or negotiate in the media sometimes, you know, so that's understandable that he's not talking. Um, what's interesting, too, the company did say earlier that they had hired a 1,000 new drivers in recent times. But the union says that may be, but we're also losing people with retirements, people on leave, that sort of thing. And the union says it's really a couple of hundred additional drivers that they're seeing, and they need more drivers to help with the workload. And uh, Gavin McGarrigal was saying, you know, in terms of uh, getting a break during the day, while some don't get a break, he says others are just sprinting to the restroom, sprinting back again, eating a sandwich in their seat. It's not good enough, they say, and the drivers are really stressed out about the whole thing. And um, in terms of wages, too, um, I was taking a look at uh, online, just doing a bit of research here. Uh, The top driver for... for the company here, Coast Mountain, tops out at 31.06 an hour. That's the latest information I could find. And uh, bus drivers in Edmonton top out at 36.09 an hour. And I know quite often they've uh, our local bus drivers have talked about the Alberta bus drivers earning yeah. more. So, so there you go. So we'll see where it all yeah. ends, Simi. You know, I know. up in the air right now. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Sure. Okay. Thank you for that, Janet. You're welcome, Simi. That is Global News Senior Reporter Janet Brown, who's keeping a very close eye on the negotiations. Still talking today. That is the good sign.